Hola, mis amigos. It's your boy, Kevin. This week's episode with CrossFit Games regional qualifier and survivor of acute lymphoblastic leukemia, Marco Dapke, has been broken up into two parts. You are currently tuned in to part two, where Marco talks about CrossFit's role in his transition to life after football and what it has taken to finally qualify for regionals, which is an extremely incredible feat that he accomplished. Marco credits his more balanced schedule for his success in the CrossFit Open this year, as opposed to previous years where training took precedent over most things. Contrary to popular belief amongst most athletes and myself, more is not always better. So I hope part two teaches you how to create balance in your lives and harness that balance to improve your athletic performance. If you haven't listened to part one yet, go back and download episode 73 before listening to this episode. There you will learn about Marco's cancer diagnosis, which caused him to miss his highly anticipated senior season of high school football. We also talked about the treatment process of his cancer and the struggles of watching his team succeed without him. To end the episode, and where we start this episode, Marco takes us through his attempted comeback to football, only to receive yet another sign that football might not be in his cards. People I, I talk to are just like, balance yourself out. Like, it's, it's, it's toxic to be on the go, go, go all the time. You have to, have, to, have to find a way to slow things down. And I think, for me, that works a lot with, with training. This is Marco Dabke qualifying for the 2017 CrossFit Regionals in the Atlantic Regional coming in uh, June 2nd and this is the Heads and Tails podcast. Welcome back to the Heads and Tails podcast. I'm your host Kevin Som and each week I bring you an inspiring athlete's story of perseverance or expert knowledge in the field of sports health and safety. Just like flipping a coin, you can't control what happens to you in sports or in life. You can always control how you respond. This is my response after suffering a traumatic brain injury in a high school football game, and I hope it leaves you feeling both inspired and informed. I kind of did it to myself, right? But I mean, every throughout all these experiences, it's like, well, maybe this stuff happens for a reason. There, there has to be, and that gets me into more of like a spiritual type no, outlook I, into you, life. You almost have to look at it that way, because yeah. if you don't, it's like... You're just like, why the hell did this happen to me? And then it's all this negative, negative, negative. Yeah. But if you, you kind of make it into this, like, you know what? Like, it, as much as, yeah, God, for whatever reason, doesn't want me to play football. So yeah. let's let's see what else he has and, in store. And we looked at each other and we're like, well, it's, it's just not meant to be. So. You kind of accepted it. It wasn't at like. That, a, at that moment, we were just like, it, and it, you know, it was, it was a hard moment, but, you know. Looking at each other and, you know, me, I'm just like, you know, it is what it is. So compared that to when you were diagnosed with cancer and in high school missing your senior football season, mm-hmm. compare those two of the foot, the foot injury and then the, the cancer in terms of, like, how you accepted not being able to play. For me, it was – and in, in the end, I think after that, like after really reflecting on it that in that moment, it was almost like a relief in some sense because it's like, well, you know, why am I putting all this pressure on myself to try to be this elite football athlete? Maybe, maybe I just wasn't, it's just not it's for me. Right. And I think my mom was very relieved because I mean, for her, watching me play football was just a bear sometimes too. Because you know, like you know, with the head injuries and my everything. mom hated me playing football. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's it's. I mean, football is sometimes a, mo- a mom's nightmare, right? Because they're seeing their son out there just smashing their head and making these plays, and 
it's nerve wracking. Yeah. I think she was relieved to an extent. And I think I was a little relieved as much as down as I, as I was, I was thinking to myself, well, you know, this, this might be a good thing. Maybe I just need to take a second to just reevaluate what I want to do. And Hey, I'm in college, you know, like I'm, this is an opportunity maybe for me to really figure out what I want to do with my life. Yeah. And it was, that's what it led to. And I think even though it was hard to accept for a quick second, like, Hey, I'm I'm not, maybe I shouldn't just try to play football anymore. And I remember going into the coach's office, you know, crutches and everything. I'm like, you know what? I think this is it for me. I'm not going to try to, you know, be someone maybe who I'm not meant to be. Right. And left and I was, I was content with it. It, it hurt. And I think, the college football thing for me was okay for me to accept. Like I'm okay with accepting that because again, that was just something I wanted to try to do, but it was more of that high school football your buddies, yeah. experience where there was so much build up to like that hurt. That's still sometimes if I think about it deeply, like that'll still fire me up Same a little bit. Me, dude. Yeah. But again, I had to accept like, this is a new path for me. Maybe this whole experience is, is I'm meant to do something different, yeah. something bigger, maybe something that makes, you know, that has a purpose. Yeah. Um, before we get into CrossFit, you had a pretty serious head injury in high school too from playing football. So can you kind of take us through through that before we, we move on? Yeah. Um, sophomore season of varsity football, I was playing at a different high school, Monsignor Bonner. And it was just it was I had a I had a mild concussion, but nothing where like I had to see anybody during like the fourth week of that season. What do you mean? Like you just didn't tell anyone or Yeah, I think I mean I remember getting hit and just being like a little lit up, but like I don't think it was anything serious. So I was able to keep playing fine and, and go through my weeks. I didn't have any symptoms or anything. Okay. I didn't mention it to anybody. And then the Neither did I. <laughs> yeah and you know right that's like it's like well you know what i'll be all right yeah, i'm okay yeah you know i mean and me and you both know we're probably watching these these professional athletes and that, that's their prop and their intensity level is 10 times higher yeah and it's like well what are they doing but anyway um a couple of weeks later another game sprint down the field on a punt about to make the tackle in front of the guy who he receives and I just get clocked from the side, blindsided. blindsided. Yeah. Remember blacking out, spinning around in circles, and just like, what the heck is going? Like, just got back into reality. Like, saw some light a little bit. Actually, saw the guy run by me, tackled him. Just like get up, like stumbling around. I remember actually watching the film. Like they sent us the film, like because after the whole thing, it was just like, you know, I want to see this play, and I got rocked oh i got rocked and i've had a few of those in my day too oh and so i remember just like stumbling around and after that that game i'm just getting these symptoms i'm just like lightheaded not feeling well wake up the next day they have to take me to the emergency room i can't move they had to like wheel me in i was just not doing well and uh you know they thought i had meningitis just because I was having fevers and symptoms of that. 
and they maybe thought I had an infection from the the, the impact or something. I don't know how That's it all worked. Weird, I, yeah. I, it was it was really it was really weird. I'm like, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't know much, but I was diagnosed with sickened impact syndrome. I was in the ICU for for a week. Just you know, they're just taking care of you, basically making sure your brain can function well. They do tests on you and everything. And they were cool with you going back to football. Well, they said not. Actually, that's that's a that's a question where I forgot that even happened. They told me not to. They told me like seven months and you can start again. Okay. And or start like doing physical activity and stuff like that. Like they said, you know, I was I was home from school for about like a month and a half, and um, after I made a transition to a new new high school and I made that 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 change uh i was starting starting the weight lift i mean i didn't really do any contact until until that next year of playing football so it was plenty of time yeah, to recover yeah. from contact but i was just more of doing intense training because at right. the chamonix high school we had a very developed strength conditioning program um and i loved it so i mean i was after that i didn't have any contact for a while um but I mean, I was like you, you know, you were saying like, you're like, I'm a head down type of guy, just raw running people over. I yeah. mean, my, as being a linebacker safety, especially when I was at, when I was at safety, I just love to like have an opportunity to just like someone catch the ball and cross the middle. Dude, yeah. Dude, dude, dude oh, <laughs> I, I used to thrive for like opportunities like that just cause I love just being a raw, I was a raw hitter. Like I'm just a, a scrapper. Like when I played basketball, in my uh, as a, you know my youth, I was just like a rebounder guy. They're like Marco, you're the guy who rebounds. Nothing else. Don't shoot, <laughs> just <laughs> rebound and pass. Yeah. yeah, so that just was my mentality all the time. Okay. So, and that's how I played. But I mean, uh, that was my concussion experience for sure. So just another thing to add on. Maybe just like it kind of makes me think again. Like, all right, football's not. Another reason, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So he was trying to tell you something then too, but yeah. All right, so when did you find CrossFit? So Cause that's something that that's helped me tremendously in my transitional life after sports, and I recommend it to a lot of people just to be smart about it. Unlike me with the right. current knee injury, mm -hmm. obviously I don't know when to stop. But mm -hmm. uh, when did you yeah. find CrossFit? So after that 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 spring, when I hurt my foot and. And I finished that semester like part time and going into that summer coming home, like I said, I wanted to make some change. I wanted to do more school. So I was doing summer classes at home. I was just getting things done. And I decided that, well, being, you know, in physical education and just maybe exercise science and, and, and this field, that I wanted to go back to the Chamonix High School and I wanted to assist and strength and conditioning, just have a whole summer where I would just assist uh, Coach Steve um, with with the program, and that's what I did. I would I would come in, I would work out, train, and just just for fun, and just do lifting and help to help. You know, I would do I would do the freshman development program, and I would help out the freshmen and uh, just just getting experience. You know, and just being around the football program again, which was is almost a little bit of a way to fill some of the gap of just me not playing there and just being around the program and helping them out because because again those coaches and that community was there for me and they always and they still are yeah i mean it's 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 amazing so 
I went to help out in the program, and our one of our uh, coaches, his son, owns a facility that has a CrossFit gym as a part of their facility. So what we did was we took the defensive linemen and linebackers uh, once a week to this facility with with uh, one of the CrossFit coaches, and he would do some like CrossFit st- style workouts. And I was I always knew about CrossFit actually because. Back in high school, our physical education teachers were, like, raving about it. Like, back – this was when it was raw, you know, in like 2009. Like, 2008, 2009, yeah. before, like, anyone really – So, I knew about it. I was like, well, you know, I squat 400-something pounds. I don't need CrossFit. I, don't, I didn't yeah. really know much about it, but I, I've heard of it. I saw the games, like, on ESPN. I thought it was interesting and everything. But when I was in that gym and I kind of saw the atmosphere of the gym, I'm like, this is really – unique and different and and they, and it was a whole facility too it was crossfit facility was part of it and then they had their standard sports performance regular gym type thing so we were i would join in with them i would do some of the workouts with with the kids and we were doing like you know tire flips and kettlebell stuff like carrying the tire teamwork stuff like sit, toes the bar and all these different things and i was like this is pretty cool so i actually what i was doing I was helping out during the summer, and I was being around. I was going at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning to just go to this facility and just work out. And I wasn't doing CrossFit because I didn't know, but I would, like, see, like, the 6 a.m. class there. I'm like, what's going what on here? What are they here? doing, yeah. But I would be, like, on the turf doing, like, agility, speed drills because that's what I knew, and I would be squatting and power cleaning because that's really all I knew at the moment of my getting in shape, right? Right. So I'm like, this is really interesting. So – Going in, I actually decided to help out again with Westchester filming for the football team. So I was going early anyway in August. So I was like, you know, while I'm staying in the dorms, just really doing nothing during my day, not filming, I'm like, I should probably find something to do. So I'm like, I'm going to try CrossFit. So I looked up CrossFit. First thing pops up, CrossFit Westchester on there. I'm like looking at him like, oh, this is cool. Like, so... This this is a good story. So <laughs> get in there, you know, get back to Westchester. I'm, re- I'm like ready to go. One morning, I'm like, I'm going to go to this gym. I'm going to go work out and be in a CrossFit gym, right? Yeah. So it's like 5 o'clock. And what I had to do was when I was in Westchester, I didn't have a car or anything. I had my bike, my dad's bike. So I rode my bike from the university to the gym. It was Which good, is how far? It's a... Uh, couple miles i mean it's it was it was just it was enough to where like you get a little bit of workout it was about like a 15 minute bike ride okay all right so a 15 minute bike ride um i rode my bike from the university to the gym and i ride my bike there for a 6 a.m class or whatever i don't know i was just i i walk in the gym walk down the stairs and i could see it was like a little bit past six and coach jim He's one of the owners, one of the four owners. He's he's taking taking the six AM class through their through their mobility and their stretching. I'm walking down the stairs and, he, and he's probably looking at me like, Who the heck is this kid? Like, you know, like someone because there's a process to where, where they do right. work with people who are new at the gym. So I'm like, Hey, I'm here to work out. Like, can I go do my do a workout? And he's like, Oh no, that's not like that's not how, how we do things here. Not, that's not <laughs> how we, we roll. So, and then Jimmy's behind the desk, and he's, like, looking, he's, like, well, 
well, let's go on. And Jimmy's very, very suspect guy. He's like, what's going on here? And Jim's, and I think Jim looked at me, and I was in decent shape. Yeah, you looked, yeah, looked, he like looked at me. And he goes, well, you know what? All right, you know what? Just come in, do the class. I'll let you do the class. And I told him like I rode my bike here, so he probably is <laughs> like, well, I'm not going to make this kid ride his bike home, you know, another couple miles. So they let me do the class. And I remember it was running. Well, we did snatching in the beginning, and I knew what snatching was, and I had mild experience with it. Um, so we did some snatching, and it was like a 400-meter run, ring push-ups, and he made me do like 75-pound snatches with, with like a trainer bar for the workout. So, like, I remember it was like three rounds of that. And after he's like, well, you know, all right, well, how'd you like it? I'm like, oh, I loved it. I'm like, this is great. This is cool. Like, this is a totally different aspect of of working out i never really thought of and they're like all right well now you got to do your introductory program yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and so they look at me and they're like all right well you're probably going to need to do like two sessions or whatever so i did my introduction uh, introduction session the baseline with steve and um and you know he's like looked at me he's like all right man you, all right i see you're in shape all that stuff and we do two sessions together, and he's just like, he's like, all right, well, one session was, all right, well, we're, we're going to do rope climbs. I'm like, like this? And I just go do le a legless rope climb, like up, and I touch it, and he goes down. He's like, all right, well, there's, there's, there, there, there's, some, there's, there's a technique we can do. He's like, all right, we're going to do handstand push-ups. And I'm just, like, excited. Like, I'm like a kid in a candy store. I'm, like, all about this. Like, I've seen it, and I just, like, it was like a whole new energy for me. Right. I'm like, handstand push-up, well, I'm going to bust my head on the wall and <laughs> and it was, it was and he was he was teaching me a lot of things like that I never thought I would be doing like, I always thought like a handstand was cool and like you know I never really did a lot of pull-ups because I was just bulking up in high school so I did yeah. like more lap pull and I never really did pull-ups so I was like learning to do pull-ups and getting more fit yeah, different stuff yeah. yeah and it was cool so constantly varied immediately after I did the the sessions and started to do CrossFit, I was hooked, and I rode my bike every morning to to 6 a.m. class, got my workout in, you know, went to classes, and I was consistent. I was just, a, I was a part of the crew, and I remember um, one of the coaches who was here, Cam, he used to work here, he would actually pick me up. He's like, all right, you don't need to ride. Like, I'll come pick you up, 5.30, we'll go to class, I'll coach, you know, you come in, I'll drive you back home or whatever. Um and then I was just, I was all in. I was all in. And I started looking into, like, well, I know there's competition. Yeah. I know there's this other side of it. And in the moment, I was, like, you know, just kind of researching that. Just, like, on my own, like, watching videos and all the old school videos and just kind of absorbing it all. All Rich Froning videos. Yeah, right? That's what I did. <laughs> you know, all the, all the CrossFit games, workout videos, and you're just, you're just absorbing all this information. And it's like, well, it's like, I want to do that. Right. Because, you know, like, being an athlete, it's just like, well, I can, I can do this. You know, I, why not? Some, some athletes find it, the training more fun than the actual competition itself. Oh, yeah. So, like, that's what CrossFit is. It's like you're just – the competition is the training. So, mm -hmm. like, it's – yeah. And, you know, eventually I started to do uh, – not too far into it, I, I came up to, uh, to Jenny one night, and she's one of the owners as well. And I, and I go, hey, I'm Marco, you know, and all that. And I'm like, I want to do competition class. She's like, all right. You know, I I think they 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 knew I was coming in. I was just a strong. I was just 
I was still lean. I was probably about like 185. I didn't. I was actually, and this is another thing. I was a vegetarian at the time. What? I didn't eat. Is that any, from that homeopathic? This, thing? this was this was a part. Of, I was doing like, I was in the yoga a lot at this time too, okay. and I was doing like all these. Again, this is just like another thing of like me exploring like healing myself right. too, because I was still going through these treatments and you know the what if thing, anxiety and. I wanted to get into other things, so I was doing, like, yoga a ton. I was working on meditation every day and just different things. So I was I was into the, these things that would essentially maybe help me get yeah. my health back. And I still do. I, I love it all, meditation, yoga, and I'm, I'm very into these things. But um, anyway, going back to it, so I, I wanted to do these competition classes and – like yeah, come in, and I just started working out with the competition class, and and Jenny and everyone, and that's Marco's first year there. And yeah, uh, so, uh, Steve showing you the picture. Oh yeah, this is yeah, it. You're like, dude, this <laughs> is so awesome. Skinny. The funny thing is, during his introductory session, he's clean in 225, but he just had horrible. He was a horrible form. Oh my yeah, god, just like muscle he had in it. No idea how to how to harness right the inner beast. In that's him. it. Compared to what he is now, that's a great moment. Like, Oh my God! So when we were doing the introductory sessions, I've like, had him send me that. I'll include dude, it. Yeah. We'll send that picture. I was. He made me do Isabel, my second session, RX one thirty five, and that's thirty snatches for time. At one thirty five. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like ripping. <laughs> I was just ripping the bar, and I got it done in like seven minutes. I was like, "This is the best thing ever!" Like I felt great, you know, teaching me to snatch. And then the third session, we did a max clean and jerk, and I just like. I could clean 225, power clean, squat clean, but, like, I never learned proper jerk technique. And I jerked 225, got it over my head. I looked at Steve. I'm like, dude, I never put that weight over my head before. Thank you so much. Like, I was just, like, I was I was so happy. Yeah, you're all jacked right? up. Right? I was, I was loving it. And again, I was I, – I didn't – I was light. I didn't have a lot of weight on me. I wasn't eating meat. I was just – I was going through these, you know, other other things. So, and that was just a part of that of that process. All right. So yeah, I, I was getting the competition classes, and I loved it. So when was it like? I want to go to the. Is it like your goal now to go to the games, or like well, had you start getting like to a regional caliber athlete? Like I can't harp enough for the people who are listening to this, like how hard it is to go to regionals. And uh, Marco will be competing in the Mid Atlantic region um, this this year. It's probably what in like yeah a the month Atlant- or two? Well, it's Atlantic regional. So it's the Mid Atlantic and the Southeast will combine. To oh okay in the okay. Regional. So what used to be when you were doing yeah. CrossFit and everything, it was like the top like fifty uh, males females from yeah. that region will just compete in that certain regional. Uh-huh. In the Mid Atlantic. So and now, then, now what is it like? Now it's like a, they call it a super regional. Okay. So the top twenty out of the open that qualify in the Mid Atlantic will compete against the top twenty from the Southeast region. Okay. To compete, and they'll combine to make forty. You know, forty men yeah. total, forty female total, and they'll compete in a super regional. And that'll be the top five from out of that, that super re- regional. From that super regional, go to the games. Got it. Okay. Cool. So either way, what I'm trying to say is like top one percent of like CrossFit athletes, probably less than that actually make it to this level so it's an incredible feat that you have 
accomplished, let alone the fact that you survived cancer and you came in here looking that skinny with that picture that uh, Steve just showed us. <laughs> oh, my um, God. We were doing a throwback Thursday on that. Yeah, like, doing oh vegetarian. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, what do, you, what do you think it takes to become uh, a regional caliber athlete? Is it just eating meat or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had my wake-up call once eventually. I was like, you know what? I'm, I think I could get stronger. For, like, Kim, Kim one of, when, I, when I was doing team, so – Essentially, when I first started doing the competition class and getting into, like, that competitive idea, um, we were developing a, a team for regionals for CrossFit, uh, CrossFit Westchester. Johnny goes, you're on the team. You know, I remember we did, like, a, like a team training, and she goes, you're on the team. Let's start training <laughs> all this. And then, you know, when I was doing all this, I was always, in the, like, when I was researching all of them, like, I want to make it to the games, or I want to, you know, I want to be, a, like, a top-level athlete. You know, I'm sure. Like, well, you've always had that in you. You want to be the best, you know. Right, and that's just mentality. Or, yeah. And I'm sure and there's a ton of people who who compete at that level think that too. Yeah. You know, when I started CrossFit. That's what I wanted. to Yeah, do. absolutely. Yeah. Like, why not? You yeah. know, it's like it looks awesome. It it sounds awesome. It is awesome. Look at all their freaking abs too. They have. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, and I'm in my mind, I'm like, I I can do that. So when I started, I was very hesitant to actually start a, my first competition. I remember we did a team one. It was a uh, team of four, two male, two female. And uh, we did it. And it was in Delaware. And I remember we we did we did well. And we did – my highlight was we did a clean and jerk ladder. And I – first time ever did a 285 clean and jerk, like, raw. And, you know, it just gave me some confidence and like, getting into it. You know, I was still doing just regular kipping pull-ups and – Right, no butterfly. And it, in, the, in my head, I'm like, I'm doing pretty well and all that. And then uh, we did another another competition into, like, that, that winter, and it was an individual one. And I didn't even place in the top three and with, because there was, like, a gymnastic workout, and it was just, like, I couldn't it do anything. in your wheelhouse, I, I was yeah. not in my wheelhouse. I'm just, like, a raw power athlete. So, like, that stuff, I didn't no, I didn't know skill or how to be efficient at skill at, that, at my first – you know, a couple months of doing CrossFit. So right. kind of took a hit on me, and I'm like, I didn't want to do a competition again. And Jenny, I remember Jenny messaged me. She's like, hey, like, you did an awesome job. Like, just want to let you know, like, I think you can you can make the game some t- in, in, in your future. Just cool, keep yeah. putting in the work. And I did, and we did. Uh, she we did, saw it in you early, huh? And we did, we did yeah, she, she let me, you know, she guided me through the, when I was doing competition classes at first, just give, getting me into that mindset. And we had a team, and we all were doing that. And so we wanted to do a team that year for regionals. This was 2013, and I did my first Open in 2013. And, like, that's when I, like, actually felt real intensity in a workout. Because, like, you know, when you do classes and you do these things, like, you push hard and, you know, and, and all that, but, like, you don't, you never really go to that full on dark place. Right? right. And I say this all the time, like dark place is my thing, you know, that's my term. But, um, I remember doing the open and I was like, just soul crushed. Like some of these workouts, like I never felt like that, that burn. The or intense feel, burn oh or my God. It was crazy. Oh yeah. One throw up. Yeah. And I remember one of the open workouts was the week I had, uh, treatment. And I remember it was like, a seven-minute AMRAP of clean and jerks and toes the bar. 
And I remember I finished that workout and I was like, I just went pale. I went like, I was, I thought I was just going to like throw up everywhere and just like black out. I was dizzy and I'd like sit on the wall and I was just like, that's not breathing well. I'm like, and you know, they come up and Jenny comes up and she's like, you okay? I'm like, I'm not feeling good. And I didn't like, I didn't mention anybody at the time. But like, you were still on that treatment? Was, I don't think anyone really ever knew. I never told anybody. So no one in the gym, I mean, I told Steve after one of my sessions, I'm like, hey, like, you know, I'm still going, I'm going through this stuff. Like, you know, I, I like used to tape my wrist and I put like number seven on it. And I'm like, well, this is, that was my high school football number. I'm like, just gives me, maybe pushes me a little bit in a workout when I, yeah, maybe know I don't want through. Yeah. Yeah. So I it got reminds me. 37 on my chain because, yeah. uh, it's a special and, number to me yeah, too, man. That's yeah. awesome. And and it's and it reminds you like you know, like I can push through this. I went through worse. Yeah, I love that. So but I never told anybody and I never really wanted to tell anybody. It was just I'm just gonna do my thing and, and work. But after that workout in the open and I was like feeling like crowd, I'm like, Well, that's probably because I just had treatment earlier this week. Right. And it gave me, like, a wake-up call, like, after the Open, like, I placed, like, 120th in the region. I'm like, wow, like, I'm not even near where I would want to be if I wanted to compete, you know, as an individual. Right. But we did a team that year, and it was great. We had a great team, and we were, like, third place after the first day at the regionals. So, and uh, we just had a – the next two days we didn't do that well, and we placed in the top ten, though. And – uh it gave me an idea. Just I would I would watch the individuals. I would be there and I watch. I'm like, I want to be out there, you know, competing with them. That's no freaking joke out there. No, it's no joke. And I was it's like, a brutal weekend. Uh, and I would like look at it. I would like try to put myself in that scenario. I'm like, well, I can do that. I just gotta keep grinding, keep working. And after that year, I I started getting into more like I wanted to put myself in more competitive experiences. So like I started training and uh doing like like you know competitive programming and going into the 2014 year I was just doing like competitions in New Jersey with like bigger competitors and bigger situations and harder workouts and just getting myself in that zone right and we were still training a team and everything like that so that wasn't set but like I always wanted to do that right so that next uh open you're in the open 2014 I was uh and that's this is when they would still take the top 50 okay I was after the third week I was like 43rd in the region so you're up there yeah. so I was I was I was like oh maybe I can do this right and the fourth week it was like it was a chipper with muscle ups at the end of it and it was I was doing muscle-ups. I made it to the muscle-ups, and I was, like, 10 muscle-ups in. And they were one of the taller rings at the end over here. And I, I'm at the top of the muscle-up. I'm, like, fatigued. I'm, I'm like, I'm dying. I just dropped from the top of, from the lockout. Okay. I dropped from the rings. And as soon as I land, like, smash my foot. The, the bad foot? This was actually the other foot. <laughs> <laughs> this was the other foot. And uh, I, I ended up breaking uh, a metatarsal in my foot. I mean, it wasn't anything serious. Like, my other, my, the foot from the football injury, I had a Liz Frank foot injury, which is all weight-bearing. And I 
broke my first metatarsal, so like I couldn't even weight bear. Oh, okay. And that's a, that's a that's a foot injury where they'll tell you like you can't do much after, but you know. But this this one was minor, so I didn't even finish that open that that year. So I'm like, well, there goes a, you know a shot at make, making. But you had individual. a taste of it though. I had a taste of it. I had a feel. Yeah. And, but we still qualified as a team. So our girls were just our strong point, and they had good scores, and I had decent scores for the first three weeks, and we had a team go on, and I had another experience at regionals as, as on a team. And then the year after that, after that, or after that regional experience, I'm like, well, you know, I need to really dial some things down if I want that. Because again, I would be at the regional, I would take notes, I would just watch and you're observing, see what it, yeah. yeah, you 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 absorb that, what right? What kind of things did you see? You just notice like, the, like the the skill level of of some of these people, like the 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 volume they can handle and work out and and handle at a high intensity, right? And efficiency, like they're, you know, you watch the the top level guys in the top heat and they can, they're just smooth. It's not like they're working, you know, 80, 90%, but they're moving, you know what I mean? And it's efficient and it's smooth. And, you know, that's one thing I needed to change because like I could get away and this is like old school CrossFit too, I guess where like you can get away with just muscling through, through things and still do well. Well, not anymore. It's, you have to be, technically sound and smooth and and, and conditioned through through these workouts and that's something i like you know was like i'm I'm like that really intrigued me a lot so after 2014 year i decided i'm like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna set some goals and you know i'm gonna try to work hard and i did again and 2015 was I think I placed I placed 48th in the open. So you made but the But this is but oh, those, that was the this year that they changed This it. is the first year they did super regionals. Okay. This is the first year. And I was just I was pretty much winging it that year. I mean, I was just kind of taking things and from certain programs and going into 2015 and again we qualified a team again. So that was another thing. Like in my head, like, yeah, I wanted to do individual and all that stuff. And I was still doing competitions. Like I would go do Wadapalooza in Miami. I didn't do it once, but my, one of my buddies competed. Oh, there, nice. So we, so we went. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And I did that year as an individual in the RX division, not the elite. There's, there's an RX. It's still very competitive. I placed fourth. That's impressive. And yeah. that gave me some confidence. I'm like, yeah, all right. Because Wadapalooza is like – Right underneath the games, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Rich Froning competing in yeah. the elite and the, division, yeah, right? and, the, so. and the teams and all that, and it, it was big. I mean, I was in the ARCs division; it was still competitive. Like, there's regional caliber guys in that division. You know, the elite, it, it, half of them are are invited to begin with, but right. in the qualifier, you still have to, you know, place in the top twenty, which is very hard right. because that's a stacked division with everyone from all different. Yeah, areas. so you're getting these little tastes of success that right. prove to yourself like you could do this, right? And you know what? And into that, into the 2015 Open, the first workout was it was toes the bar, like a like the first set. It's like 15 toes the bar every round, and I got annihilated. I just gymnastics. I could do toes the bar well at that point. Like I worked on it, but I at that volume, 
it was just over and over again, I just broke down. And then, and then the other part of it was like a max clean and jerk, which I did well. But that workout, immediately I was like 200th place in the region. Okay. And I'm like, all of a sudden after the first week, I'm like, oh, there goes a shot to make it individual, and especially in a super region. Yeah, it's now you have to be harder, top yeah. 20. So I'm like, well, all right. So I spent most of that of that season just focusing on doing a team again for a third year, and we made it. And finally going into 2016, I'm like, all right. Like I, I'm close. I placed 48th. I can, I, I can do this. I just need to dial down like structure, and what I do. Eat better, obviously. Take take <laughs> these little things into account, and start to dial some things down. So I start following a program called Misfit Athletics, which is just an online competitive program, and I followed it religiously. And going into 2016, I placed. And you're gonna love this one. 2016, last year, to play Super Regionals, I placed 23rd in the Open. So, so you need I'll, three more spots? Three there? more spots. And damn, you can still make it. Hold on. You can still make it. Oh, if people like. If people go team in the okay. top 20. Yeah, yeah. So there was two males who went team. So you were 21. So I was one <laughs> spot away from making it, and that was just like. Oh my god! Last year I was just going like, oh my god! I mean, I got I I'm you know in the end I improved a lot. Like I really was able to dial down my weaknesses from the program. But it was never like you're like, oh crap! Like I'm never gonna do this. It's like, oh, I just need to do a little bit more. Yeah. And you know another th- another thing that I didn't touch on was after 2014 was my last treatment. 2014 going into um that fall it was actually on my birthday was my last treatment. Oh, okay. So going into 2015 too, like I was just like, I'm going to be a whole new person. Yeah. i meant to ask you that. So I'm glad you brought it yeah, up. Yeah. I figured you were going to going to ask that. So that was when I finished my last treatment. It was, it was actually, what was the difference like from be going on treatments to no treatment in terms of performance? I, honestly, I, I don't know. Maybe like, maybe I just start to move a little bit better. Maybe my condition goes up, conditioning goes up a little bit. My work capacity improves a little bit just because, like, I'm not have going through a fluctuation of, of taking of, four steps forward and one step back. Oh uh, yeah, of, of yeah. like you know blood cell counts during the month. Um, I felt a little bit of that, like my work capacity is improving. And in my head, I'm like, well, now that I'm done treatment, like, you know, I can like if I could do all this without with chemo, like if I I'm not doing that once a month. Like, how much better could I be? Right. And again, you know, I went in through, you know, you're in survivorship program after that. So you just go through every three months, six months, you just get a checkup and make sure you're still, they make sure your, your blood's okay. And, you know, and little things like that. But yeah. And actually I finished on my birthday when that was a good gift. So, (laughs) so, um, ever since then I, I have been and, Again, not having that experience last year to be a regional athlete, you know that that just being so close, right, was was like that was heartbreaking. But again, you know, you like you know, just you have to take every experience and you have to reflect on it. It's like, well, it's it has to be for a reason. Like, you know, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not shouldn't be doing competitive cross. Maybe I just should just take it easy and just do something else or no. 
and that and it, and it hurt me. I mean, I just remember just being like, "This sucks." Yeah. You know, like I put in all this work this past year. Like I was, and I had a great opportunity. Right? I was working here, coaching CrossFit. Like that was my life. I would coach CrossFit, go to class at Westchester, work out, coach, work out. You know, like I had that. I had that lifestyle, and I was making it my lifestyle. And maybe now look at it, maybe too much. Maybe I was losing perspective on maybe like, you know, different career paths or just other opportunities. And in the end, after that that year of not making it and maybe putting in all this hard work, I'm like, maybe I should direct focus a little bit. Um, but still, I still had that fire in me, you know, like being so close. It's like I could still, I could still make it. I could still do this. So this past year, I just have been making more opportunities for myself, you know, not worrying about competing as much and maybe just st still training hard and doing right. what I can. And I still follow, follow the program as, as much as I can and do what I can, but maybe not making that my highest priority. It was more of just like finding more career opportunities and other, other things to do. Great. Yeah, so you started finishing school. <laughs> yeah, are you done with school or this semester? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm essentially I'm I finished classes uh, last year, um, and I'm finishing up my uh, internship right now. And you're interning at Villanova. Yeah, strength football? conditioning. Yeah. Um, that was just like a sidetrack, but like, how, how do you work with these guys and like prevent injuries? Like, what kind of stuff do you guys work on to prevent injuries? And in, in the program? Yeah, at Villanova. Yeah. Well, for them right now, it's and I'm still kind of. A, learning a lot too because I, I'm just there to to help and assist and give coaching on what the program is there already like I'm not programming anything I'm just there as a as a coach there just to help manage them through the workout and their training okay so I mean right now it's it's spring training so they're just uh I mean they're finishing up spring ball they just they have a couple practices left but really right now it's just maintaining some strength what they gained in the winter yeah, yeah. mobility um a lot of this assistant work, our right. body work, but um, for me, for them, it's just I think it's just keeping them moving and keeping them a little bit in shape right now. Um, but in terms of injury prevention stuff and all that, like I don't do a lot of that personally. I don't have a lot of say over a lot of that. Gotcha. So that's, I'm just there doing my duties and doing my. Well, work. how do you keep yourself healthy doing all this working out? And it's a good question. Yeah, because yeah, like I always say this, like. Some of my previous guests have said, like, kind of toughness is time kind of thing. Like, how long can you last? Like, because if you're hurt, obviously you're not going to reach the upper echelons mm -hmm. of, of whatever sport you're doing. So, like, you have to stay healthy. Without your health, you have nothing. So how do you keep yourself healthy while, you know, making it to regionals this year? So and what, and what did that feel like, too? <laughs> so. Well, after this year, after – and, again, like, this this past year, like, I put more – I didn't worry about working out a lot. I just worked about worried about working out and putting more effort into it during that time. And yeah. that's what, you know, the guys who run the program that I follow, that's something they preach and I kind of absorbed that cuz I did a lot of training camps with them and and learned a lot about that, but um I just decided to like slow it down a little bit, just do do a little bit, but do what I need to work on and and move with that. And I think that just the, itself helped me stay consistent throughout the year and not maybe overdo anything okay and i mean in terms of 
just keeping myself healthy. I, I mean, I, I practice, I do a ton of mobility all the time before my training. I mean, I probably should take more time with mobility and stuff after, but I'm, I'm busy and I try to make do with what I can. But I mean, I do about two times a week right now. If I just, I just do a ton of odd accessory work. Okay. That's what you get. I guess what you can call it. And this is, I learned a lot of stuff. So when I decided, you know, maybe this past year, just finish school and get other work opportunities. I worked under this program um, in Philly uh, from this guy, Mike Boyle. He's a, he's a strength conditioning guy in, uh, in, uh, in Boston. And he had a program just with a ton of good stuff. That's not necessarily CrossFit related. You know, I, I kind of started to, learn things outside of what maybe I thought was just like the ultimate thing and maybe just learning from different aspects. Yeah. So I learned a lot of good stuff in just terms of like stability, core, accessory type things and, and different movement patterns and, and applying that to maybe like this could help me with my CrossFit training. And I've been doing that for, for a while now. And I, I feel like my body's more stable. My body feels a little bit better. My recovery's a little bit better. Um, Can you give us like some examples of like exercises? Yeah. So I'll do, and this is like I'll try. I kind of make make it up as I go. Actually, I don't have like a full structured program. I just kind of make it up twice a week by myself. But okay. things that are like unilateral movement. So single leg step ups. Okay. Like I never knew. Like I was always a good squatter but like i never knew like maybe how weak i was just stepping up on a box yeah. single leg well like you saw me today with the yeah the front squats how like i was basically doing a pistol yeah <laughs> right yeah. exactly because you have your, your i kinda... have my one strong leg my one shake my strong hand yeah, yeah. and you're just like oh i'm trying to keep off that that bad yeah. you know bad knee a little bit but in but... my head i'm like trying i'm thinking i'm putting all my weight on there but yeah, yeah in reality something like uh like maybe squatting in a different plane of motion, right? Because in CrossFit, we're really stuck in one dimension, in one dimension, that sagittal plane of movement with a lot of movements. I mean, so maybe just like going like a lateral squat and stepping out to the side and pushing off in a different plane of motion or single leg deadlifts, uh, upper body movements, you know, single arm press from things like half kneeling positions, tall kneeling positions, where I learned to stabilize my core, my glutes, and right. breathe, and yeah, and, and little the little things, right? That we don't really because everything in CrossFit it's, it's a very complex movement. That's why I love it, you know. But again, I kind of learned to maybe dial it back a little bit and just work on uh, maybe just doing like bodybuilding types type stuff. Yeah, on those like, out. and it's 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 cool. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not like every day into it you know what i mean just little things that maybe will supplement my you know strength or my conditioning right. or work capacity or even my skill like i'll do a lot of strict skill stuff tempo work where like all right i'll do ring dips but i'll do you know i'll hold the top i'll do a five second lower i'll hold the bottom for five seconds and i'll press up fast you know like not necessarily going like three two one go uh you know repping out yeah, yeah. going for reps and again i love it and i'm all about that but again it's like the balance it's a balance right and that's one thing i've learned to just take life in general 
is 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 that balance like after everything that happened and this whole experience with with getting sick and going into a different you know and and being so worked up and being like that football guy and amped up all the time to now like I got to dial it back and maybe you know do that's why I got into like things like yoga and like this other sense of keeping myself regulated like all right well yeah I love crossing and going hard and all this stuff but like the opposite are you are you taking that opposite end of like just you know taking five minutes just to breathe and and meditate maybe you know so I think that's one thing we should look at and that's something I preach to people I work with my own clients and people I, I talk to it's just like balance yourself out like it's 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 toxic to be to be on the go 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 all the time you have to have to have to find a way to slow things down and i think for me that works a lot with with training you know and keeping my body sustained and healthy and i think that's and and a lot of people now in crossfit and coaches and people are, are are learning that and developing that and that's the great thing with crossfit is that it's ever growing and ever developing and and uh and people are want, wanting to learn more and for me that's something that i really tried to do this past year was just learn other things like strength and conditioning different methodologies and different different ways of of how to train your body and I, i've learned a lot of good stuff and and learning how to create more of a balance for myself that's great. I think that's a great message for at all athletes, especially in terms of like in the world of sports specialization, how like they focus, you know, so hard on one thing. Um, I think that's great. So how did it feel when you actually made, knew that you made it yeah. to regionals this year? That was, and honestly, I, I tried to downplay it more than actually I probably felt inside. Like, I'm like, you know what, I'm going into this year. I'm, I'm going to get, give it everything I got. You know, I'm not going to you know, half-ass it. But I'm also not going to put as much pressure as I did the last year. Like last and year, obviously it helped, yeah. And it, it did. I mean, last year I was like, I'm like I'm, I'm like consistently doing everything I need to do in my program. I'm, I'm dialing things down. I'm training as much as I need to. Like I'm gonna do it. And being so short last year really just kind of tore me apart. So now that you know, I, I'm not. I didn't want to get my hopes too high this year, but I still wanted to believe, and I did that I could still make it and week by week I was just kind of like creeping up like I after the first week I was 48th place in 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 the region in the workout and I've last in the year before that was like the same way I started off around the same area and it kind of crept up every week and and that's what I did like week by week went on and I was just slowly working my way up and I'm like all right well in my head it's like nerve-wracking because it's like you know, you're going through the rest of the week. Well, like, all right, what's the next workout? I gotta like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I gotta, I gotta. It's stressful get for up. anyone who hasn't yeah, done and, it. Yeah, and all the guys that I know and train with, and I keep up with them week by week. It's the same thing with them. Like, it's how we all are, and so it's it's just a game at this point with the open. And so I'm just going through each week. Just you know, and, and this week I did a, I did a little bit better job training through the open. Like last year, I was like so nervous and so like anxious from week to week to just like you know feeling like I had to be like 
fresh for the next week but this week i, I moved more and i was doing a lot of accessory stuff yeah, that i was telling saying, you yeah. about like keeping myself just moving and going and i think that helped every week just like keeping me in the game and keeping my body ready to go and i didn't have stellar performances in the open like i'm not i'm not, I'm, I'm more of an athlete that can just do everything well and I can do everything. It's right. just I just need to go a little bit faster for me to really take it up a notch. Okay. And I think that's there's some tweaks in the training I could do um you know in the long run. But right now again, it's I have this regional experience and I and I made it I just made it in nineteenth, so I'm on the good side of the spectrum this, this there year. There you go, yeah. And and I'm pumped and I'm gonna train my butt off and give it everything I have. And you know I like the year before I like I wanted to make just working out like like a lot of people do make reaches like I want to make working out my my life you know what I mean I want to be coaching CrossFit my life and just coach workout coach workout and I think that reality of not making it last year made me branch out and do more things and expand myself and grow and I think that was that was really really good for me and I'm excited for you know what's to come you know i don't know what'll happen after regionals you know i'm gonna i'm gonna give it my shot i'm gonna i want to i want to do very well and i'm gonna you know put myself out there and do i want to make it the year after of course absolutely i want to it's it's just how i am i'm a competitive person i love it and i love the lifestyle that crossfit brings i love the community i love everything about it and I'll never stop as long as I can, you know, keep myself healthy, keep myself going. And obviously in, in my mind, yeah, I do want to make the games when, when you're, but I'm actually, I'm fully content with saying right now, like, am I really putting in everything I need to make that happen? Probably not right now because my priorities are more of like building my career, building my life. Right. But right, also like, having that mentality. But at the same time, like, you don't, like, with my knee injury, like, from doing CrossFit, you know, mm -hmm. and not having that balance, like, mm -hmm. you don't know how long you could do that for. So by taking care of those things, like, you know, you have things outside of the sport. So it's right. not like, you know, you're not CrossFit, right? Mm -hmm. All right, cool, man. Absolutely. Um, all right, a couple more questions to, before we wrap it up. Um, so what – advice you have for athletes to turn negatives into positives like you did and you've done continually so for me that's I'll, I'll just say that learn to tell yourself that it's going to be okay like it's going to work out and that's that's something really hard to tell somebody right like like everything oh, happens for a reason hey, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh it's, this this is going to happen for a reason but in the end you'll be okay it's like you know, don't use that as an excuse to not do anything, right? Use it as a fire to put your energy into maybe what that's leading you to, right? And and take your mindset of like, you know what, it is, it is what it is, but I'm going to make something out of this. And, you know, you're going to get out of that comfort zone of, you know, well, you're going to, you're taking on a whole new path. Like something happens, boom, you know, you get it, you get an injury. You're playing, boom, next thing you know, you're you're done for the season. Well, are you going to say, well, you know, I'm just going to, you know, put my head down and whatever, 
you're gonna say, well, I'm gonna come back bigger, badder, stronger. Like that's what I was thinking to myself when I was in the hospital. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna be get myself into shape again. I'm gonna get myself back. And I think helping people get that mentality and athletes specifically who go through a lot of adversity is something that you know you want to put into them. It's it's being more positive about your situation. So. And I think athletes do a fairly good job of, of doing that because of being just in a competitive mindset to begin right. with. Yeah, so, like getting knocked down and getting back up again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And that's that's with a lot of people when you see that with a lot of a lot of athletes and you know, it's just for me it's I do that because I I do that with just general population people I work with and for them it's a little bit more difficult because you know, they they may not have that mentality and it's how do you the challenge is how do you get them to feel more positive and positive and more right. more confident about those situations so hopefully with stories like this and when people see like it gives them a perspective ins- yeah, perspective too, yeah. yeah and in- inspiration and or whatever you want to you know what to call it and i mean that's all i would ask for people knowing my story I never really planned on having it out and about like that or or anything but if it's out there and people hear it and they want to you know use it as a fuel for them then that makes me happy and that makes me feel like that you know it's worth something to tell exactly tell yeah. them it was worth it yeah um, all right last question what's your definition of toughness and has that changed since uh you know surviving cancer damn how do i how do i answer that question so well i mean look i looked at tough toughness when i was playing football it was very 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 i mean the, i mean the head coach i was with and the way we were training it was a very tough program in the sense of like you know you go you go you go you you suck it up suck up everything you know Hey, get hurt, rub it off, let's get back into it. And I think that's the mentality for most football programs. That's just the way the sport is. That's the way, the way it's always it, been, yeah. It's the way it's been developed. And, you know, I respected how it is and I accepted of how it is. But, and I'm still like that to a sense, right? I'm still, you know, get get back, get on going. But I'm also, you can also redefine it, redefine it as toughness as something where I think someone's tough if they take a situation and they make it a better situation, you know, where, for instance, if it's something that's negative. Like, you're a tough person if you can do that, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be, you know, <laughs> as dramatic as, like, pushing yourself, you know, in a, in a football sense, you know what I mean? Does yeah. that make sense a little bit? Yeah, exactly. Like, how I put it is, like, you know, how much do you clean and jerk right now? So right now it's 335, clean and jerk. Right, so that's a lot of freaking weight. And, like, from an outsider's perspective, like, that in society, that's, like, a tough thing to me, right? Right. Like, you're, like, a big, tough athlete. Like, it took a lot of work and hard work to get, you know, to that point to be able to clean and jerk 335. Right. But the toughness part isn't doing the actual clean and jerk. The tough part is, like, putting in the work every single day that you, you know, that you do – to be able to do that, mm-hmm. right? That's the tough part. That wasn't 
that really wasn't tough. Yeah, and everything absolutely. leading to it. Yeah, and 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 the way that you say that, it's like, well, well, everyone's tough in a certain sense that are successful. Exactly. And what they do. Maybe it doesn't and have to be in, fitness and or sport. Right. And you're in control of that. Yeah. And I think it's people that put in the effort and dedicate themselves to whatever they're doing. It doesn't have to be sport. It doesn't have to be CrossFit. If you're putting your time in and, you know, again, getting yourself out of that comfort zone and, and working your way towards whatever your goal is and improving that and doing it with what you do, then that's being tough. Right. Like you said. And I think that's a great way to explain it. I mean, and, and for me, being tough or whatever, it doesn't have to be like, you know, well, I'm being tough. You know, it, yeah. it's just I enjoy putting in work and in, in the, in the time and in the effort. It keeps me going. It gives me uh, a purpose, really, to do something. Right. And I think that's what CrossFit is for me in terms of this competitive lifestyle and doing regionals. Like, it gives me that that – fuel to do what I didn't have that opportunity to do when I was playing football. Yep. I was like, I had this opportunity. It was taken away from me. Well, now I have this whole new thing. It it might not be on the field like it was, but you know, this is something I could do for a long time. And it's pretty cool too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, and it's fitness, like that's fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's fun. Like, and I, I I look forward to it all the time. I look forward to doing grueling workouts. Like that's just my mentality. People look at it and be like, "No way, I'll ever do that." Well, that's fine. You know, do it for fun and just do it to be fit. For me, that's what I enjoy doing. And yeah. again, like I didn't have that that opportunity to play my senior year, and it still eats up. But I look at this like I'm way more fit or strong than I ever thought I could ever be, and I'm doing things that I maybe dreamed of doing when I was at that age, and so yeah, and like think about it, like you you probably could have went to Division One football, but to get to the NFL, who knows? Like it's mm-hmm. a, it's a hard thing to get to there, but you're in like the top one percent of athlete CrossFit athletes in the whole world, you know. Mm-hmm. So like that's something to be proud of, dude. And I I I appreciate you taking the time to share your story because obviously you haven't really shared it that much mm-hmm. um so i'm honored that you Dude, allowed me to do here, that man. yeah and to host me for for the workout that was here. awesome yeah it was, it was a lot fun. of fun it was cool like just establish some rapport you know yeah. with, with you uh yeah man it doesn't have to be all yeah. super competitive all the time it's fun to just do a class and work out with that's it, that's what crossfit is yeah man. it's taken me 27 years to figure that out and yeah. to realize that i don't have to be the freaking macho yeah meathead like in like strongest yeah. fastest guy in the yeah. gym like I'm cool with swallowing my pride and scaling down some workouts now. That's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it, Marco. Thanks, man. Awesome.